Welcome to the FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Almi, and thank you for being with us. Today we have a guest and really excited to have a chat with her, Jen. Yes. How are Good you? Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thanks for the invitation. This is, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So we'd love to, you know, for our audience who might not know who you are and what you do, would you just tell us a short brief, uh, who's Jen and what, what does Jen do? Of course. So um, I, I live in Ontario, Canada, and I am, I, I wear a few hats. My, I've always been in the fitness world um, and I'm currently a fitness coach at Orange Theory, uh, as well as a yoga instructor. After having two boys and I have a 13 and 15 year old, I, I moved from human resources and decided I, I wanted to go into career coaching that just allowed me some flexibility with my time. And then uh, more recently, I've become a wellness coach. So I, I do all those things, but the, the most important role for me is being a mom. So, uh, and that, that has its ups and downs as well, <laughs> as, as you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, when I was looking um, through your application and just reviewing, it was really interesting to see that you've been almost all a long time of your life in HR and recruiting and staffing and training. Yes, mm. for, you know what? That's pretty. That's really where my my career has been. Um, and I've just you know, and been with predominantly the same companies. I've been with Good Life Fitness for I'm in my twentieth year, um, and yeah, so it's. It's uh, it, it's just what I enjoy doing and uh, helping other people. That's awesome. And so, when did you start this business that you're in today, and uh, what exactly you're doing with the business? It sounds like you have two services there. Yes. Yeah, so that that was uh, a little bit of circumstance. Or <laughs> I, I in May of 2019, I, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and um, I you know I went through those treatments. I was able to instruct for. Uh, I wouldn't say half the time, but for a few of my chemo treatments, I did take some time off fitness, but was able to continue with the career coaching, um, which brought me to March, 2020. And at that point, my chemo, my radiation was done. Um, I was eager to sort of get back to whatever normal meant. Um, and then the world shut down. <laughs> so it, it really led me, I mean, if, if, if the pandemic didn't hit, with all honesty, I, I likely would have gone back to my instructing, my career coaching, and, and life would have continued as normal as it could, because uh, at that point, I didn't realize I, I had more cancer to go through. Um, but it was the first time that, uh, since my diagnosis, that I would, you know, was able to do a little bit more research. At, at that point, I was 43. I was for, um, there was no family history of breast cancer. I'm a fitness instructor. I eat well, I meditate. I do, do all the things that, you know, seem to be what we should be doing. Um, yet I had two tumors at that point and another one growing while still in active treatment, um, which is, is unexplained to, to this day. Um, so I started networking and, and uh, reaching out to various um, naturopaths and uh, functional medicine doctors and nutritionists just to see is there something I could do to prevent an additional um, diagnosis and at that point um, I kept getting directed both from my research as well as the um, individuals I talked to of the the various um, medical reports linking cancers lung disease 
even mental health and allergies and asthmas to the various household products that we're using. Um, and it wasn't just one study, it was quite a few. So then I started delving in and, you know, started reading and watching documentaries. And there is, there is definite evidence that the toxins in the household products we use is causing health ailments. Um, now, whether it's caused my cancer, that's never what I'm, I'm putting out there. I just know personally, three diagnoses within 11 months, I didn't want to go through it again. So I chose to you know, detox, get rid of any product that I didn't know what the ingredients were, <laughs> if I couldn't pronounce them, similar to the foods we eat, um, and just delved in to find out what ingredients should we be, you know, avoiding altogether, because it, it takes 26 seconds for whatever's in the air to land on your skin and get into your bloodstream. And after learning this, that's when I realized I have control over what's in my household. I can't control everything in the world, um, but I can certainly control what's in my household, what's within the air, um, in the environment. And um, so I've just been educating as many people as I can, not in a to scare them, but just if I knew this information, I would have made changes years back. Um, like, you know, you know, it's good to work out. So I was a fitness instructor, you know, to eat well, and I make things from scratch. I mean, I, however, I had no idea um, that there was no regulations um, put on products and what could be included. And the worst part is there's ingredients that are allowed that don't need to be on the label. They're just preservatives um, to help give them shelf life, but they too can cause harm or at least dilute the product so you're not getting the full dose. Yeah. Wow, Jen. Um, I am so sorry that you had to face that, and I'm glad to see that you're uh, you were able to fight it. It's, uh... Thank you. You know what? I appreciate it, and I it, it is what led me to this. So I, I think things happen for a reason. Um, I you know I wish I didn't have to <laughs> endure the five <laughs> surgeries over the last two and a half years, but it it there's good that comes out of it, and um, I feel that this is a an act of, of goodness and uh, it's made me really appreciate life a lot. Yeah, right? sure. So, you, you know, I always tell people, you, you're you like me, you got pushed into entrepreneurship. It was not <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> they were dragging you, screaming. That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for sharing. I know it's uh, in a vulnerable moments like that, uh, life can be really challenging and you know you taking on yet starting a business doing that is even more challenging so congratulations on being able to do both and uh, you know and keep going that's not an easy task in addition to having a family it sounds like uh, that's not an easy task it's a busy world over here i'll tell you <laughs> That's, that's great. So you started this last uh, 2020, two years ago, almost. Um, you know what, as I say 2020, that's when my 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 radiation was done. Um, and I learned, of, I started doing the research. Um, I but that the research, I was probably doing the research for eight to 12 months. I didn't get into this uh, involved or partnered with this wellness company until last um, last April. Okay. Okay. So this this year, April. So when you launched. Correct. Yes, it's and only been since twenty twenty one. That's fine. And this is the and this is your yoga, or this is your. Uh, this is the wellness coaching. Okay. Piece. And it, yeah, okay. and it's really just talking to people. Um, whether yes, 
first and foremost, educating them on, on the toxins in the house and how we can detox the house and make healthier choices. Um, you know, so many people have sensitivities to allergies um, or to certain products. And I'm learning, and not in every case, but I am learning a lot of times that's because of what's in our products. So just mm -hmm. educating and talking to individuals about their situation, maybe their health, um, health concerns, whether it's weight management, whether they have children that they want safer products. So it's, it's, it's more just a conversation, trying to set up healthy habits and possibly having them change um, their purchasing and, and choosing more natural products. Very cool. Well, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm sure that's not an easy task, actually, but. <laughs> it's, no, but it's, it's when you're passionate about it, it, that helps, but no, it's, it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a sure win that everyone's uh, jumping on board. No, no, it's changing people's habits, probably one of the hardest things to do in life, probably. As you know, I've been an instructor and a trainer and working at HR, so. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. so I'm up for the fight. <laughs> to change their habits of doing the task. Anyway, so thank you for sharing that. So it's starting a business in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of all the things that you're going through, or at least as you're getting out of it. I'm sure there are lots of ups and downs and, you know, sometimes, you know, ups and downs are the same moments. Sometimes there are different moments. Maybe you could share with us with one of your downs moments where you feel like this is not going to work. I don't know why I'm doing it. I should stop. Maybe one of those moments or a moment that you felt the world is ending. It doesn't matter. I, I sure can. And I, I mean, I don't think of it as the world is ending. I just, I know how excited and passionate I was. Um, mm -hmm not learning this information, but learning that I can now take control and feel empowered to make better decisions. And when you start, you know, thinking of different people who you want to talk to and, and reach out with and how it could change someone's lives, the, the individuals or the groups of people or the networks um, that I thought would be ex as, as excited as I was, that wasn't necessarily the case. So you, you get this high of, oh, I can't wait to share this with such and such or at the gym or you know whatever the case may be. And when you don't get the reaction from individuals or they don't, it's not even the buy-in, but I mean, I, I needed to get cancer three times <laughs> and go through a pandemic where my income you know, was shut down to, to make the change. So I can't expect just people because they have children and want, you know, should want safer products or people that are in the fitness world that worry about how they, they look and feel and, and, and so forth. So I had that um, sort of hurdle to realize that um, what the, again the, just the individuals or the people that I thought would be super excited they weren't so it, it's a the feeling of deflation like you get so excited and then you're like oh um but I I every single day whether it's a great day or not I I come back to my why and my why is I want to live a healthier life um I and I want to share what I know with other people so that they too have that same opportunity and when I come back to that why, it uh, motivates me to keep moving. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and yeah, I understand that. It's easy when, you know, when I do a lot of uh, entrepreneurship development, as you know, and one of the things I uh, get excited entrepreneurs is, you know, to recognize really quick, people are going to tell you they love your product. We're going to tell you they want your product. And the minute you say, all right, here's the product, 
Like, oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Good luck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or they just and avoid you forever. <laughs> it's a great product for you, yeah, for your brother or a great product for my neighbor. Good for you. You should talk to them. And it's really, it's not that uh, people are mean. It's just, unfortunately, people are so nice that uh, they'll tell you what they think that you want to hear, but they're not really necessarily interested. And this is where it goes back to you knowing who is your ideal customer, you knowing who should you be talking to, you knowing uh, that, sure, if your friend knows about it, it's nice, or people who you know is nice, but they most likely are not going to be, you know, they're not your customer, they're your friends, or they're your colleagues, or they're your network. So understanding those kinds of things, it, sometimes it takes a minute, and I'm glad that you, you're able to recognize really fast, because sometimes, you know, if you don't recognize it fast, you can keep digging down in the sand and you know before you know it you're just too deep to get out of the sand <laughs> so absolutely absolutely and and i mean anyone that's run their own business or anything it you know it's it is hard work and you just have to you have to keep going it's consistency and it's it's just uh moving forward and not letting those no's um get you down you know just yeah no i love what you answered i saw your answer with the you know, it's exciting to be nose. And I'll share a story when we come back about being, you know, getting some of the nose that maybe you could relate to. Um, let's uh, let's uh, let's take a break and we'll be right back with a few more questions. Thanks, Jenny, for Jen for being with us. We'll be right back. This is the Finn Jen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Dalami, and today we have Jen with us. We'll be right back. Thank you. All right, welcome back, Jen. <laughs> Well, thank you. This virtual world is something, right? It sure is. <laughs> That's been one of the obstacles, I have to say, is this whole uh, in front of a screen and not seeing people in, in person, right? It's it's a it's a different world. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, if you look at the past, we might have never had the chance to meet if you were had to drive to Detroit or had to drive to Toronto. And I've interviewed people from Myanmar, from Pakistan, from Russia. It, it's pretty amazing. You're absolutely right. I, and I think this the pandemic has, it's been horrible, but it's taught us so many great lessons and ways of doing business. So that that's yeah. a win. Yeah. So maybe you could share with us one of your ups, you know, there, you know, you know, there are lots of also moments where you feel you, you captured it, you're on top of the world, things are really opening up or whatever that feeling is for you. I don't want to articulate it for you. You tell me when you felt like this is it for you. This is awesome. Or you felt like you accomplished it. You know what? And it it sounds ridiculous, but really, any time I am able to get in front of someone, share you know share my story for for sure, but also uh, share how um, the products have changed my life, and it's really the quality of life. That's um, that's when you you feel like you're on top of the world. Um, I'm someone that I really never took supplements or, you know, I, I believed in eating well and getting outside in nature and that's the best medicine and, and not from a, from a perspective that I didn't need anything. I just, I made healthy choices that I, I just figured that I could get the nutrients and vitamins from the foods I've eaten and, and so forth. Um, sadly, going through my cancer diagnoses and um, then being diagnosed with osteoporosis at 44, which again is is quite young for someone that is fit and, and you know the, the, the norm. Um, but it was due to my treatments, due to the fact I um, had a hysterectomy as a preventative surgery, and that put me into menopause. So all these things that 
I had no control over. Um, but one of the things my oncologist said is you need to be on certain supplements because you're, you know, you're depleted in this area for whatever reason, doesn't matter, but this is, that's my reality. Um, so I just went to the local shoppers to get my supplements that I was told I needed and, you know, looking at labels, it, they look the same. So I went with the cheaper one. That's just my nature. And fortunately in my case, I go every, you know, every couple of weeks for blood work and my oncologist questioned why I hadn't started those supplements because my numbers hadn't changed. And I assured him that I, you know, I had been on these, these vitamins and that's when I learned not all supplements are treated equal. Essentially the ingredients were the same. However, they were, they had extra um, ingredients in or preservatives for the shelf life because you never know how long a product is going to be on a shelf in regular stores. So once I switched to our brand, um, which yes, it was more money and that's why I, you know, I didn't buy it in the first place, um, but they have patents in their um, vitamins and supplements to ensure that you absorb and digest all of the nutrients and they don't have any additives. And it took truly two to three days for me to notice the difference. And for me, that was quality of life. Throughout my chemo, throughout my radiation, I continued to move my body and, and do what I needed to. Some days certainly worse than others, but I was always tired. I was always climbing the stairs was an effort. Um, and when I switched to these supplements and one, one particular was the glucosamine, which helped with my muscles and joints, life changer. I was able to climb the stairs without wincing. Um, and I, so when I share those type of stories with other individuals, having their buy-in and then when they start to notice changes in their lives, nothing is better. Um, it, it is such a rewarding feeling to know that you can help someone else feel, um, feel better and use safer products. Wow. Um, and, and that's when you felt like you're on top of the world that you, I really, you really did because I, I, I mean, it's one thing to, you know, to start something, um, and to, you know, be happy that some a product is natural and it's affordable and, and you know people need them and so forth that's that's all great and we all have products that we that we can relate to in that way but for me to see the quality of life how it changed that uh that to me that was different um and now i've been able to see that with the you know, with individuals that are starting to, to buy the products and get the same results. And truly nothing is better than changing someone's life in a positive way. It's not about getting a, a customer or, you know, earning more commission that month. I, you know, I, with all honesty at that point, you know, you're not, learn, you're not earning that much by one person buying supplements. Yeah. <laughs> it's having them phone you saying that they're feeling better, that, you know, they're able to get down on the ground with their kids and enjoy playing with them. You, you can't replace that. Um, so that, that certainly is when I feel on, on top of the world. And it just gets me excited to say, yeah, I believe in this and I'm going to continue to share. That's cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. Um, and clearly, I mean, any of these things we could uh, keep talking about or, or unfolding, you know, to dig deeper. Uh, my next question, just so we could uh, try to put a closure on this, uh, at least for now, <laughs> is uh, 
if you were to advise yourself now that you've been doing it for a couple of months, and I know you've had actually your other business for a little bit longer, right? Your your yoga. Uh, yes. Yeah, for almost 10 years, if I remember. You know what? Years. I've been a yoga instructor, um, yeah, for actually 15 years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then a career coach uh, for around the same time. Yeah. So if you were to go back and advise yourself or give someone to advice for someone who's starting today, and I know it's not fair to ask that question in a way because your knowledge today, your connections, your network, your thoughts are completely different than it was 10, 15 years ago, or even a year ago, or even last, or even an hour ago, right? We, we evolve, we just continue to evolve For and, sure. and capture some new ideas and thoughts that could help us move forward. What would you tell that person today uh, that you feel like this, uh, not that they'll listen, but maybe it'll be worth telling? Yeah, you know what? I. I think my mistake was, um, I mean, again, these are household products, so I thought everyone uses them and needs them. Um, and that could be true, but that trying to market yourself to everyone is unrealistic and will will give you a lot of no's and a lot of disappointments. So it's taken me, um, you know, when I've taken different courses and talked to many different people, you really need to hone in on your niche, um, identify who you want to market this to. That, that doesn't mean if someone outside of that is interested to say no to them, but that just means where are you gonna be targeting your energy um, and make sure that all your efforts are to their pain points. How can you, whether it's your coaching services or your products or whatever it is, how can you make their lives better? How can you address their pain points, their needs and really hone in all your efforts into that I think would be would be my advice as opposed to who I thought would benefit the most um, that that didn't always coincide with who my niche market really should be yeah I love that I mean that's one of the things we do in our uh, educational training programs is that you'll sell people exactly what you just said um, just because you say you know moms with two kids that are working need to buy this it doesn't mean that if a single woman showed up, you say, get out of here. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or a gentleman shows up, you say, you know, I'm calling the cops. No, it just means that you are, you know who your ideal customer is, who would fit this category, who you would market your colors, your logo, your name, your language that you use, the music yes. that you play, they could relate to. And that's not an easy task because sometimes you feel like you're excluding all these people. You're not. You're just understanding what would it take for you to stay in business so therefore the people who would benefit from you can be around to to buy it again from you because otherwise you won't be around so that's exactly <laughs> hard <laughs> lesson yeah it's a hard lesson to learn but it's a you know that's a great advice thank you so much for sharing that and coming from someone else we were coming from someone who's gone through it it's always much more powerful than Ferris is talking head saying it or someone from the training department from our team saying it right, right. so um, thank you for sharing that I, I told you I would share one story that you could relate to which is the nose my first three days in sales I sold absolutely nothing and I came back thinking I talked to everyone and no one bought and uh, I remember thinking you know again back then I never looked at it but reflecting back it started thinking I probably talked to maybe five people that told me no <clears throat> and you know, that's it. And then I 
had a shift and I thought maybe I should start counting how people I talk to. And someone told me a long time ago, it takes a hundred people to get one to 10 sales. So I said, all right, I'm going to just go this 100 and I'm going to go at it. And I actually bought a clipboard and a piece of paper and a pen. Yes. And start (laughs) charting down when I talk to one person, just like, you know, four down, one scratch, four down, one scratch. And the first one I got, no, I went back and high-fived my partner. I said, give me five. They're like, what, how many did you sell? I said, none. <laughs> and they're like, you must be crazy. You lost your brain. I understand you've been suffering for a few days, but why are you doing this now? And I said, I think I understand the concept that I got to get to 100 no's to get the 10 yeses. So I was yes. hell happy to get one no from the customers that you are obviously going after or you're ideally going after because you can't just get a no from a kid and say that's one well they're not going to buy anyway whether you said the 100 no's or one no's right you know, somewhere and then you can start counting and that seems to something that stuck maybe you could relate to that i don't know um maybe you can- 100 and i you know when we have leadership calls all the time and there obviously are people that do very well in this business and as you said on my low days and my business partner just says they've just received a lot more no's and that's why they're, they're successful. And at first you're like, ah, that doesn't make sense, but it, it absolutely is. And I've heard all sorts of different um, stats. I, so I don't want to share, share the wrong one with your listeners, but I, it's something like the exposure of something you need to be exposed to something seven to 10 times before someone will actually buy. So whether that's a post or someone hearing it on the radio or whatever it may be. And I, I think it's probably a lot higher that you need to just constantly be in people's ears, so to speak. Um, and then they may finally say yes, <laughs> one day, <laughs> 101. Well, that's <laughs> 101, that's funny. Uh, Jen, thank you so much for being with us. Clearly we could uh, continue this conversation maybe another time. I appreciate you making the time and uh, you being with us. Thanks for being with us today. I'm oh, thanks Chris. again for the opportunity. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, I'm your host, Ferris Almi. This is the Finjen Show. Thanks for tuning in.